Now, even though we're still enjoying summer, many gardeners will be thinking ahead and planning for autumn. And for those looking for inspiration, BBC Gardeners World Autumn Fair runs from Friday the 2nd of September to Sunday the 4th of September at the beautiful Audley End near Saffron Walden in Essex. And it will be a perfect place to start. Joining me to look forward to the show is writer, designer and presenter from BBC Gardeners World, Arit Anderson. Arit, lovely to catch up with you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm very, very well, thank you, and en- enjoying the summer. But like many people, you included, I think we're looking ahead to autumn because a lot of people think that autumn is, is a sort of a, a, a funny period, isn't it, where people are preparing for winter. But there's a lot to be enjoyed in the autumn. Oh, yeah, no, I love, I love the autumn time. I think the thing is, is what's quite nice is that the sort of fever pitch of summer is sort of over, really. And I really enjoy the change of light. You know, the garden looks different because that's slightly lower light that's there. You know, you can work back outside. If we've, you know, if this continued hot summer uh, goes on, you, the temperatures kind of come down a little bit. So, no, autumn time's a, a great year, a great time of year, sorry, to sort of really almost start reevaluating what you want to do in the garden and enjoying the last late of the summer blooms, summer mm. autumn blooms, sorry. And we have that magical um, view of all of the golden browns and the yellows as the leaves start to come off the trees. It really is a magical time of year, isn't it, in the garden? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it's great. I mean, the thing is, is that there is, you know, there's a late autumn flowering, things that you can get off of the asters and heleniums, even chrysanthemums at that time. And if you, you know, your, your hydrangeas have all sort of started to turn into those sort of like more sort of antique colours. So I think there's a lot of colour. And like you say, we get the addition or benefit of the leaf colour change. So it's, it's a real bat and handover time. You know, summer is, you know, we're starting to say goodbye, but there's still there's still that activity in the garden, and it, I, I love it. I love everything mellowing down. I really do. Mm. The Autumn Fair at Audley End uh, is uh, going to be a tremendous show, and from the, the previous shows, I know that you've been involved in. There is so much to see for visitors, isn't there? Oh, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I think that's the thing, you see. Having the shows sort of at these seasonal changes, there's always inspiration. I mean, you know, the, the, the growers are there, always as, you know, they're the most generous people in the world, given all their knowledge and obviously their beautiful plants. And, you know, I think from my perspective, you know, I've, I've, I've used to visit shows anyway um, to get ideas and, and meet new people. But now I'm very lucky to be able to get on stage and talk to people. It's really nice listening to what the um, viewers and listeners are up to as well. So, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm very lucky. We've got, once again, things like the uh, beautiful borders, which are just eye-catching displays. Yeah, the beautiful borders, they, they're great because they, they're pocket-sized, if you like. They give you that sort of saturation of what you can do in a smaller space and really, really inspirational. And, of course, because you can then go and have a look and then get yourself straight to the plant stands, there's no excuse, really, to not be able to slip in a few extra plants um, into the border. And that's part of the inspiration uh, for the show. Um, but obviously there's uh, yourself and uh, and Adam uh, and Joe Swift who are going to be at the show on the BBC Gardeners World stage. And I know that you love that interaction with the audience because they get to come and ask you upfront and personal questions about their own gardens, don't they? 
Well, it's really nice. I mean, the thing I think that's great is that it's a relaxed atmosphere. You know, we're not kind of trying to stand up and wag our fingers at people, telling people what they should do. You know, it's a little bit of what's going on, what am I up to, or, you know, what either Joe or Adam are up to at the moment. And, and then we kind of might... You know, pick on a certain topic. You know, people get worried about certain things. When should they plant their tulip bulbs, etc.? And then, of course, you know, it's lovely to hear back from the audience because it, it's the sharing. You see that that where's where we learn. We're always learning. You know, I learn from things from people in the audience all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Every day's a learning day when it comes every, to gardening, isn't it? <laughs> every single day. There's nothing. There's no way that everybody could have all the answers. So that's why we have to share it. <laughs> Now, um, what are you doing in your garden at the moment and, and what can you share for people who are going to be looking to do the, the same? What should they be doing in their own gardens this autumn? Well, actually, this autumn is going to be hopefully a good one for me in the sense that we've just had some um, new hard landscaping done in the garden. So things have been in a bit of disarray. So I'm really looking forward to the fact that I can really plant out the borders with some of the um, sort of shrubs and ideas that I'm thinking of doing, might be getting a few new roses to kind of go in so can start thinking about what they, they're going to be. But the other thing that I'm going to be doing is um, really thinking about, I know this is going to be jumping ahead another season, but it is the autumn time that we need to start thinking about our spring bulbs. Mm. So it's it's a great time. So what I'll be doing is really sort of getting the planning done of what I want ready to kind of come up for next year, as well as where can I just steal a little bit of last summer colour? Autumn colour. Do, do you have a favourite for the autumn? Do you have favourite plants or varietals or things that, that you like to plant and enjoy in the autumn? Well, I'm... I, I, it's, it's like it's, it's always that question. I always, you know, I think it's like which which one's your favourite kid? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a tricky question. But there are things that I think that you know that that can be enjoyed um, in the autumn time. You know, I sort of said earlier things like you know hydrangeas, watching them turn over. And the thing is, if you can keep your hydrangeas going, you know, I love it because you know I've still got some in my house actually where when they start to really fade, I cut them and dry them. So, um, so that's really um, nice, um, you know, kind of squeezing the last few uh, uh, dahlias. Everybody knows I'm a dahlia lover, so getting the last of the dahlias flowering still, doing that bit of deadheading. Because obviously you can still, if the temperatures are okay, you can still sort of deadhead some of those repeat flowering plants. And you just might get another little flush out before the temperatures turn down. Mm. Um, and I think that things, you know, that, like you say, enjoying those, autumny colours, so kind of having some of the richer tones of the sort of Hellenian Pelianthus, and also as well, Stephen, enjoying you know the the colour turn on grasses in gardens mm. um, is, is really nice as well. So you know this is the, the, this is the final sort of hurrah of some of the perennial grasses. Mm. I, I guess as well in the stuff that's sort of dying back in the autumn, you can enjoy that process because some, sometimes that can look quite quite attractive as well. But presumably when you're removing that, you can use that for mulching and for, for, for reinvesting in the soil somewhere. Absolutely. I mean, I think the thing with um, autumn, the magic of autumn, as, you know, as we know, the lights start shifting, we start to get all the spiders' webs. You know, we have to go into the garden and you've got to duck all the little spiders' webs that have started to appear and everything. Um, and it, it's a good time when you, if you can, 
to keep as much of the uh, material in the garden, you know, still still there. If you can try not to cut back. I mean, I know sometimes, depending on the weather, things can get a little bit sort of, you know, uh, you know, a bit wet and a bit damp and everything. But you know, it it it. It's really great habitat, you know, for all the insects as well to um, overwinter and things. So where possible, I try and keep things up. But like you say, if things um, have gone a little bit too far, perfect um, to uh, have as compost in your own garden. Mm-hmm. Lots of chat, uh, Arit, at uh, previous shows this year, and I'm sure you will have come across it as well, um, from gardeners wanting to know more about gardening sustainably and gardening organically. And uh, we're seeing a big increase in that, aren't we? We are, actually. I mean, it was really encouraging. I was out at a local nursery um, just recently, and it was really nice to start to see on the plants, not just on the on the compost bags, but on the plants that the plot which plants were peat free. So people can start now, hopefully, going into nurseries and garden centres and and start making choices and asking, is this plant, you know, grown peat free? Um, but you know, if you're able to grow your own and grow from seed, or um, which is great, that way you really know how that plant's been grown and you can grow it in peat-free compost and I think that yes you're right people are being um, more trying to be more sustainable and in in their gardens Um, and that is being mindful of the amount of watering um, that's being done of course in a hot spell or a dry spell um, there is um, a need to water but you know collecting that rainwater harvest where you can first is obviously what we, we you know we encourage people to do mm. um and I, I and obviously autumn time you see is again another classic time to get the start to be able to work toward getting the mulch the mulch down mm. um in, in the garden because that helps to keep retention of um moisture in the soil so there's many things that could be done and you know i think the thing as you say about being more organic um in the garden trying to use less chemicals you know really not use chemicals in the garden you're going to get a healthier garden because you're going to have all of the ecosystems that you know that eat each other um coming into the garden and the garden will start to look after itself yeah they do say over the pandemic period the couple of years where people were perhaps restricted to their homes and gardens a little more that up to three million people came to discovered and now love a gardening which is which is fantastic mm. and among mm. them a large number of young people and i'm sure mm. there were plenty coming to the show and, and wanting to uh, to see you at the show Eric. what's what can we do to encourage more young people um to get involved in gardening um, I mean, you know, I get asked this question quite a lot, really. And, you know, I think, you know, one of the things, as we know, the indoor plant movement has helped because people that don't have gardens um, have been able to at least start with plants in their own homes. So that, I think, is going to help to kind of keep continuing to keep young people interested, to keep that movement going. But I think there's other things that people can do. So, you know, if you know that you've got a family on your street and you, you know, maybe you've got a bigger garden than them and it's a bit too much for you, you know, ask if somebody wants to come and sort of set up a little veg plot in your garden or, you know, do they want to come and help and have a look and see what you're doing? I think a little bit more of the sharing of the space can can help getting young people in. I mean, obviously, we, you know, I where I can, I talk with the RHS and, you know, talk with uh, other organisations about, you know, 
how how we can encourage younger people to be involved in gardens and the landscape as well. So those talks go on, but on a very local level, I think it's a case of getting to know your neighbours and you know inviting inviting one of the kids over if you can see that you're a keen gardener. Maybe they want to come and have a little session with you. What a great uh, bit of advice, sharing your garden with young people to get them interested. I love that. Um, yeah. Now, um, Ari, anybody who um, has read your biog on the, uh, the BBC Gardeners World website, and if I haven't, I, I advise everybody to go and do it because it's fascinating. <laughs> your background isn't anything to do with gardening. You came from, from retail and various other things, didn't you? Um, yeah. But then, of course, you end up on BBC Gardeners World the TV show, the much revered <laughs> TV show. Is it as glamorous being on a TV programme as people think? Well, you know, uh, being up, well, I guess being up really early, all weathers is what all gardeners can do or getting in really late. I guess that's what we all do. But, you know, we um, as a team, you know, work really hard to bring the best stories and a, a, a good gardening ideas and tips you know, to to the um, you know the audience. So you know, I you know work quite closely with the with the um, what I call GWHQ. Um, you know, uh, making sure that you know if I'm out and about, I'll feed stories back into them. Um, and you know, the, the the thing that always looks glamorous is obviously you know we deliver it all nice and you know, finished products edited to the um, audience. But we have to do, yeah, we have to work quite hard for that. <laughs> you know, we have to wait for it to stop raining, wait for the planes to stop going over. If I dare fluff my lines, you know, things like that. If I want to say something, can I, I, I fluff up? But, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a great, it's a great, thing to be after i feel very privileged and and also as well you know I, I, as you say in my biography that i um i didn't come from a gardening background obviously i've, I've done my best in learning and retrained as, as the next person has but i think that i share that because i want people to realize you don't have to have gardened with your granny from day one to be able to be in the gardening world and that's the bit i really love is the fact that there's there's place and space for everybody um and so yeah it's never too late to come into gardening absolutely bbc gardeners world autumn fair will be audley end house near saffron walden in essex from friday the 2nd of september to sunday the 4th for more information and to book tickets go to the website at bbc gardeners world fair Dot com. And if you're an English Heritage member, do look out for the special ticket offer. Please go on and visit the website. Um, the website is BBC Gardeners World Fair, all one word, so no spaces in that. So BBC Gardeners World Fair.com. That's where you go for more details. And actually, if you're an English Heritage member, you even get a little bit of a special rate. So there's no excuse. Everybody can come. Arit, lovely to catch up with you. Enjoy the show. You take care. See you there.